Hey all, Dan here. It's a little bit different episode this week, but uh, before we get to it, just wanted to say that this episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where $5 a month gets you access to the town watch. That's me and Maureen pretty much every Sunday doing a whole nother bonus episode of this very thing. 10 bucks gets you that and gets you a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club and you've got a great sticker in the mail. Also, you might want to think about supporting Maureen by buying her books. Nine Liars is out now. It is available at most every bookstore that you would frequent. It is fantastic, and I say that as somebody that truly enjoyed reading it. Uh, and if you want to get it on the internet, you can always go to kickbezosintheballs.org. That is our own little bookshop. And finally, speaking of things that are our own, you can go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com and get Says Who merchandise. Anyway, that's it. I'm going to chime in at the end of this episode as well with the whole normal end of episode stuff. And uh, enjoy... Sure, enjoy. Maureen Johnson. Hey, Dan, what's up? Welcome to Who, the special, <laughs> special edition. <laughs> We're not even going to play theme music or do all the intro stuff with this one. No, we're just going. I need my ginger ale. When What's up? the uh, little cam that I see came on, Maureen had a thermometer in her mouth. What was the result of that thermometer, Maureen? The fever is starting to come down. So um, welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. <laughs> You're in a really nice looking room. So um, hi, everyone. To a, welcome to a slightly unusual says who this week. Yeah. Um, I apologize for the delay. <laughs> a while ago. <laughs> Definitely important. Dan and I made a bet a long time ago. Or a wonder. We opened an open question. Which one of Because it, it seemed inevitable someone would get COVID. Yep. And it turns out the first one was me. <laughs> <laughs> Had a weird week. You're COVID-y. Hello, greetings from Pismo Beach, California. <laughs> oh, Pismo Beach is beautiful. Let me tell you something, Dan. Before I get into the story of this week. <laughs> <laughs> it is so beautiful. I'm only laughing because this is ridiculous. What's that? Sorry. The view here is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I can see the ocean from, hold on, I need to push the curtain back. I can okay. walk around now, which feels like a real improvement. Hold on. This was a thing you couldn't do previously? Well, I just really was like, I was just in bed all the time. I okay. Crazy. I mean, I can't hear a word you're saying right now, but it's cool. Like my pajamas? They're nice. I got nice pajamas on. I packed the, one pair for the tour, and let me tell you something. They are getting a wearing. Um, so it's real nice. Like, I don't know if you can see the fact that I'm next to, but directly outside. Oh, wow. The, that's the ocean out there. 
So the, the you're overlooking the sand. There's sand and a sandy beach and a beautiful and a ocean. Giant, I can see people surfing out there sometimes. Like even from bed, I can see it. So the woo, the woozies are setting in a little bit. I oh, get perfect. them around. I get them around this time of the afternoon. It, this well, I'm is glad like, that you broached the idea of recording right now. Then, to be honest, it's nice to have something to do. <laughs> so. I was going to say we should back up, and then I realized I don't know how far we need to back up. I don't know. Where do you want to start? Oh, hold, hold on. Uh-oh. All right. I got it. Oh, boy. Straight is that way. Okay, i got to put my feet up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So. No, I know. I'd rather be talking to you than just be alone. <laughs> okay. It's nice to have a friend. Well, it's nice to be here with you. I've been very worried about you. I'm okay, Dan. So is Janice. Every night, Janice is like, how is Maureen? I'm doing great. Does she great. know that I'm worried about her? I'm doing okay. <laughs> so you are in California. You were on a book tour. I was on a book tour. <laughs> and everything... Uh, man, it's like you are just in fucking hell because I was going to be like, well, you left and that, then you were on the tour and it was good, but nothing about you leaving was good either. Okay, let's back up. Hold on. Straight is that way. Yeah, sways Every once in a while, everything just sways a little bit. Sure. Seems but fine. But like, then I look at you and I'm like, there's my lodestar. That's me. I was doing really good this afternoon. I only got the queasies and the and the wavies a little bit recently, uh -huh. so it's all good. Okay. So the story begins. <laughs> Last Wednesday. Again, I'm much happier to be talking to you than not. Okay. And then after that, I'll get back into bed. And that's bed over there. See that? It's a beautiful room. Oh, this room is divine. It's so nice. I have a little sofa I'm sitting on. Like, if you're going to get COVID, get it here and stay in the straights that way. Okay, yeah. got it. I'm just making sure I know where straight is, Dan. Okay. Um, get it here, you know, and um, that's great. So we begin the story. Last Wednesday... And for some of you who know what happened, I want to say that I'm not going to go into details that are upset. Or actually, maybe what I'll do is I'll tell the story in a 30-second version. Okay. So the short version of the story is a it's it was a non-physical assault that happened. And I'm going to tell the story. So if that's I'm going to tell it in the the most chill way possible. Cause I think you'll be okay. But if that's not cool for people hit, um, like the, like the advanced, just like a couple times and then we'll be well past it. So, okay, everybody who I'm queasy all of a sudden, oh, um, this, the short version is that, um, a week ago on Wednesday, my neighbor who is a really buff guy who is huge, he's huge. We call him Royd guy. And he's been like, a baddie in movies and stuff. And he's been like on the cover of bodybuilder magazines. Um, we call him Royd guy. Cause he's always like roided out and 
he he just works out like 12, like literally like four hours a day, honestly. And then he just walks around shirtless and greased up carrying weights and running and like running up and down the stairs. Sure. So um, he, we always avoid him. He doesn't like Dexy. He's got little tiny terriers. He, the, the elevator door opened on his floor. Dexy barked. I moved, I, and that was it. Yeah. And he snapped. He completely okay. like lost his mind. Um, he started screaming. He blocked me in the elevator. He wouldn't let me out. He pounded the walls. He threatened me with like all kinds of stuff. Um, because I couldn't get out, I got down on the floor and um, covered Dexy with my body. And I stayed down on the floor and just calmly told him to leave. And then eventually it stopped, but the elevator alarm was going off and I couldn't get like, so that's the whole, like, I'm not going to go into any more detail than that. Yeah. Uh, that, except to say that when we got down, I got out and he continued yelling from the street, like from hundreds of feet away. Okay. I went to security. Now, this was all captured on a video camera. Yeah. So I was like, well, at least I have that. I was pretty shaken. Like, I walked in and I was like, this thing just happened. And they're like, oh, okay. You know, so uh, I had to go and file a police report because this guy has threatened other people in the building. Okay. Like, basically, Dan, this guy is a walking roid rage attack. Right. And it wasn't my lucky day. So it was not great. I was not thrilled. Like, yeah. I wouldn't put it down as, like, one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. What I may be experiencing, Dan, oh, I think it's the Pavloxid hitting. Okay. Because um, I've had really good experience on Pavloxid, and I haven't had any side effects, but, like, suddenly I just got the taste in my mouth as well. So I was oh. like, oh, that's probably what that is. Yeah. That's the Pavloxid kid kicking in. Is that the proper pronunciation? I've always thought it was Paxlovid. I don't know, man. I don't know nothing. I got all kinds kinds of stuff here, Dan. Anyway, that happened on Wednesday. Wasn't great. Didn't love it. And you had to cancel a tour. I had to cancel the Washington because I had to spend Wednesday getting police reports filed. And also, this guy lives in my building, so I can't avoid him. Right. And And you were very shaken. We spoke. Yeah, later I was that shaking. day, and you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were. You I'm were still thrown. scared of this guy. Sure. So I've been trying to deal with that. So I eventually did leave on tour on Friday, and I went to Houston. I was fielding calls from like the building and stuff while I was at sure. baggage claim. I, you know, I I dropped off my stuff. I changed. I did an event. Yeah. Um. Then you know I. You know, the next day I flew to San Antonio, you know, more calls changed, did an amazing event with the blog S. Uh, it was on in Nowhere Bookstore and in San Antonio. It was so good. And yeah. then I flew to San Luis Obispo, which was two flights on Sunday to do an event here by, at, at three to four. I was fine. Yeah. I would stay at my friend's house. Yep. And then... We stopped and had a drink afterwards. Yeah. Sorry, I keep burping. <laughs> Can you hear that? Okay. Just oh, no, rolling so, with it, Maureen. I'm this so is sorry, this I'm is sorry. just raw. We're just doing this. I really apologize. It's the that's the ginger ale. Could you hear that? I couldn't know. But now okay. everyone has heard you oh. talk about it. I sip my ginger ale. Hold on. Man, that ginger ale looks good straight as that it turns out every time i was really good it turns out i'm usually really good in the morning mm-hmm. woozy in the afternoon as the fever kind of peaks or just the yeah. general situation peaks 
I slept all yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Like I, I was like, I'm fine. And then I was exhausted. And then I just slept for four hours and woke up and it was evening. And I was like, okay. And then I'm pretty good in the evening. Yeah. And then I like spend evening in the bed kind of like doing my little admin and then I watch TV. So, yeah. um, we got to drink. I went to stand up and I was like, huh, standing up. I felt really weird. And then I started sneezing uncontrollably. And I was like, wow, because there's been flooding here and yeah. it's been really bad. So I'm like, oh, I must be having an allergy based on something that's in the air here. Yeah. Because my throat really hurts all of a sudden. I was just sneezing relentlessly. And then I was at my friend's house and I'm always hot, Dan. I'm like a hot potato. Yeah. And I was cold and she has a fire, like an electric fire. So I, uh-huh. I was just huddled next to that. I was surrounded by her dogs. I was like, this is the best. But I was like, man, I'm so cold. But here I'm sitting by the fire and I'm surrounded by her dogs. So this is great. And then I went to get up and I couldn't stop shaking. I'm like, man, I'm so cold. I That's feel so good. weird and I'm nauseous and I don't want to eat. And I must be having wicked jet lag. I'm like, it's because I woke up at 530 in Texas and I'm just right. really tired. So I was like, I just feel really weird. I'm just going to go back into the guest room for a second. And I took the COVID test as a, like, um, just to, like, I, I do it regularly on tour. I pack mm-hmm. loads of them. Sure. So I, I usually did them every day. And I was like, ah, I haven't done one in two days. Like, I'll just quick do that now just to rule that out. And then I'll take some allergy meds or whatever. Then I, I swiped. I dripped. I turned my head. I turned back again. And that thing, I thought I had it upside down. Right. Because I was like, oh, I must be holding this. Wait a minute. That's never happened before. Wait a minute. And then the second line came up, bright, bright, fire engine red. Yeah. And I said, oh, shit. (laughs) I was in my friend's house. I had exposed them. So I immediately slapped uh, a mask on. Yeah. And... um kind of told them from the end of the hallway what was going on yeah they opened up the windows and then we started coordinating but i was pretty sick at that point and i was like yeah and it was like i just got in bed and then the next morning when i woke up we made kind of these emergency i was like i found this hotel i called them i booked a room for a week or for five days i was like give me a room and i because it was on the beach i'm like i want a balcony and I wanted to face the ocean because you can yeah. you can do that at this hotel. And the reason I did that is partially because I wanted to be able to step outside. Yeah, totally. And also I can ventilate the hell out of this room. So right. like, and so it was easy, like because of the location, I was like, I can do that. It's not like I'm asking for the, I was like, turn me on that side and like, that way I'll be able to ventilate and I'll be able to go outside because I think I'm about to go into isolation for a while. Yeah. And here I am in my hotel room. Uh, I'm the weirdo at the hotel. They all know me now. Um, they know that I call for room service twice a day. And um, I say, I, I say, hello. May I have some room service? May I have a bowl of oatmeal, please? And an orange juice and two cups of coffee. And will you please leave it in a bag outside my door? Because I'm not coming out. I don't come out. Just leave the bag and go. And then I hear a little knock. They go, it's here. 
And then they walk away. And then when I know they're gone, I peer out and then I reach my little claw hand out and I pull the bag inside 10. And then I pull my little foods over and I eat my foods. And when I'm done, I wrap it all up and I seal it all up. And then I spray it with hand sanitizer and I push it back out again. You should, I, also, I feel like you should like howl every now and then. Just really play well, up Dan, the idea that they think maybe you're a werewolf. Because of they give you a little telescope in this room. Like it's a little, it's not sure. very good telescope. It's a little I folding thing. It's, and they have a little star chart that's like, hey, why don't you look at the, I, so it, last night after dark, I stepped out with my little telescope and I looked up and I couldn't see shit. But apparently I just emerged this weird figure <laughs> at dusk. She stands on the balcony and looks at the sky. I did manage yesterday to find a back way out. Okay. That, um, uh, so I could, there's a like a back area so I could put on a mask and get outside without being around anybody. Uh-huh. And I stepped outside and I went outside for like 20 minutes because... The, because the beach is basically empty, so I could go yeah. out on the beach and take my mask off and be hundreds of feet from anybody. Right. Breathe in, see air, feel like, you know, I moved around a little bit. Sure, yeah. I did also manage to buy two bottles of water. By They have these two, like, Airstream vans, like you have, that are uh-huh. that they sell food out of. And I basically yelled from a distance that I had COVID, and could I have two bottles of water? Could they just leave them on the little outdoor table? along with the like the contactless pay machine and they did that and then I came over and I went doop and then I took the water and went away. <laughs> wow. So I managed to actually do a transaction outdoors that way. I by mean staying really far away from everybody. If a person has to be isolating with covid by mm. themselves, you picked about the most idyllic possible place for it. It's nice as shit. And what's sad is that if I was feeling well. Yeah. Like I could really like a hotel stay by the ocean. I could be writing. I could be reading. Yeah. You know, I have I have all my planners with me, Dan. I'm gonna show you something. Oh no. Don't get up. I was getting up seems like a bad idea. Okay. I was able to I was totally fine this morning, I swear. Um, Holly Black gave me a Christmas present when I did the event with her in San Diego. Yeah. Because she got me into planner stand. Right. She gave me a new pencil case. Oh, that's nice. She gave me erasable pens. Ooh. She gave me the really good highlighters that people are that are really into planning use. They're like super okay. light. She gave me washi tape with knives on it. Okay. That's she nice. gave me stickers. She gave me stickers from my planners that have knives and stuff on them. And like, yeah, so I have all my planners with me, Dan. Okay. Well, that's good. So, so I could be doing a lot of stuff with my planners. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot you're of just times. Chilling. A lot of times um I stare. Mm-hmm. I'm again in the morning. Pretty perky. This morning I did an interview with the local newspaper. About having being, COVID in the hotel? Yeah, about being the weird author that's stuck in a Pismo <laughs> Beach hotel. Did they approach you? Yeah. 
That's amazing. Yep. I was like, yep. I told them the whole routine that I do because I have a routine. You know, in the morning I order oatmeal and two coffees. And then I sit on the sofa like I am now. And then I try to do a little stuff on my computer. And then sort of like I don't do lunch. That's not a thing. Okay. I do my medicine. I take my temperature and I write down my temperature and when I take my meds. Oh, I also had to go to the ER. Did I mention that? You did not mention that on this episode. You mentioned that to me, but. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to go to the ER. My doctor, because I was even, I sent, there's an app, you know, you talk to the doctor. I said, I have COVID. And he said, based on what he was telling me, he's like, you need to be about, he's like, you need to go into a doctor. You need to be seen at urgent care some of the symptoms you're having. Um, He's like, you need to get to urgent care. So my friend came, she drove me to the urgent care. Okay. The urgent care is on a second floor here. I'm like, way to make people work for it. Yeah, no kidding. And so I stumble and I'm like, and I stayed back and I was like, hi, I have COVID. And she's like, we don't treat COVID people. Perfect. We don't treat COVID patients. You have to go. And she handed me a slip of paper that basically said, we don't treat COVID patients. You have to go to the ER. I was like, oh, shit. So they took my friend, drove me to the ER. Super nice hospital, Dan. Like a spa in there. Super friendly. I went in. I was like, I have COVID. And they were like, oh, so sorry to hear that. Sit over there in the weird corner. So I had to sit behind a bunch of screens. Uh And I think they forgot I was there. I'm not sure. But I, I sat in this chair and I like wrapped myself in my coat and I fell asleep against the wall. And then eventually they're like, oh, we forgot to come get you. So oh, good. They, took me, they took me back and they gave me a really nice, huge room. Okay. Huge room. Like in New York, you get this little tiny thing, but this was like huge, huge room. And a comfy, like a gurney that was very nice. And they oh, even brought nice. me a little blanket. So I had a nap in the. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's that way. So I had a little nap in there. And then a very nice doctor came in and looked at me and um, uh, they took my vitals and I was okay, but they gave me uh, an inhaler okay. and some other medicine. So I have an inhaler now in case I go into some sort of bronchial spasm. Okay. So I have an so inhaler. What, what were your symptoms on that kind of initial night or the, even the next day? And what are they now? So... um. I, it started with sneezing, mm-hmm. like endless sneezing and a sore throat. It just felt like a super bad allergy attack. Yeah. And I was convinced. I was convinced it was an allergy attack. Yeah. And I was like, it's clearly the rain. It's California. It's being in a different climate. Um, But then, like, I just started to feel progressively weirder. Mm-hmm. Just weird. I can't explain it. Like, everything felt super weird. Yeah. And I was freezing and I was sitting on my friend's floor and everything felt kind of miserable. Yeah. And I was cold and I was like every, and I was, I didn't feel like I could eat and I was just shaking with cold and I'm like, I don't get what's happening right now. Yeah. So by that point I was going like, I, I spiked the temp basically immediately. Yeah. So I've had a fever for three days. So and there's so like, fever. What was your fever at that point? Do you know? I don't. Uh, I don't know what it was that at that point, 
it was spiking. When I woke up the next morning, I took it when I woke up. And that's usually lower when you first wake up. Right. And it was 102 when I woke up. Jesus. Okay. Uh, It was just under 102. It was like 101.7 or something on waking. But then it starts to elevate. Yeah. So I got something in right away to start trying to bring it down. Yeah, yeah. But then I, you know, I got to the hotel. I took some more Tylenol. But even after I took it, it still continued to go up again. Right. And I started to have like my heart started to kind of. Oh, Jesus. Kind of race. I've had problems with this before. I've had infections where I had a weird heart thing. Yeah. And that was part of the reason I had to go into the ER. So, um, but yeah, I just, it was like fever just kept going up no matter what I was taking. So now they have you take like medication for Jesus. Like they have you take 600 milligrams of Advil along with Tylenol. Okay. So you take like this massive dose to kind of keep your fever down. So, uh, plus like, now I have so much stuff, but I got, my doctor got me the Pavloxid or however you say it. He called it in and Rite Aid delivered it. So I started it. I got sick around 8 p.m. Sunday night. And by around 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. on Monday, I was taking it. Yeah. And I've had no side effects from it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people have really bad side effects from it. My friend who I was staying with had terrible side effects from it. I haven't had any. That's awesome. Like maybe, maybe just now a little... Like people get this terrible taste in their mouth. Yeah, so ba- that's what I've heard the most. It's so bad that they can't sleep. That's how bad it is. Mine tastes a little bit like maybe I licked a penny recently, but that's yeah. it. And yeah. then nothing else. So I, I've been fine with that. And it really seems to, um, even if you get a rebound, it seems to have a, a big impact on l- lasting effects. Oh, yeah. It definitely. seems to be really good in terms of long term care for COVID. So most of you have had COVID. We were holdouts. Um, sorry to break our streak. But basically, Dan, I got it probably at the very first. Of, like, so the event I did with Holly in San Diego was a masked event. Uh-huh. I probably got it at the Connecticut event, counting right. back. Yeah, I was trying to do that math, and that was where I landed yeah. as well. I was like, you probably got it at Connecticut, and then it blossomed. Yeah, I probably got it on Tuesday, and I, it hit yeah. on Sunday. So um, so it was basically one for one, and it also proves what a big af- effect masks have. Yeah. Like, we didn't. I didn't know the San Diego event was like, the Mysterious Galaxy required masks, so volatile. And we act, all staff wore them, and actually we wore them up until the time we got up to on their stage area. Yeah. So we were the yeah. only ones without them. So um, I think, you know, if it's anecdotal evidence, you guys, but if it's helpful. Um, but again, I was masked on all airplanes and stuff like that. So, you know, it was just the event. And if you were at the Connecticut event, it was really nice to see <laughs> and if you were at um, any of the other events, I really, really hope I didn't infect you. Yeah. Because I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, it's just wild. It. I have so many friends that are in bands and things, and none of them. I don't think a single person I know that's in a band made it through, has made it through a single tour without them or people in their band or roadies or things like that somebody at least getting sidelined with COVID along the way i mean it's we are asking a lot of people that need to do events and things at this point 
and we're offering no protection. The other thing that's tricky is that we're trying to figure out how, how I get home. Right. I'm in California and I live in right. New York. Right. I've got COVID and I'm sick and symptomatic. Right. Um, so there's so many different, so many different levels of advice. I mean, it's truly. It's fucking wild, isn't it? So the first, the primary is five days and you have to be at least 24 hours fever free. Right. But then most of the medical stuff is five days and you absolutely have to be 48 hours fever free. Right. And symptom free. Right. Then there's the question of home test. Mo a lot of places are saying you have to home test negative, but equally a lot of home tests still come up positive right. for weeks. Right. And there's such, and I'm really finding out just how much conflicting information oh, there yeah. is on that. Yeah. So some people are like, no, no, home tests are, will weed out negative or positive. And then I, I've certainly known people that have tested positive on home tests for like weeks afterwards. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. don't know how to explain that. Um, but so I, I mean, I have, I need to get some more tests, but I mean, I have taken one every day and every day my right. lines are bright and strong. Yeah. So I mean, it, our experience, because both our little one had COVID in February and absolutely it was like, you're just left to your own devices to try to figure out what the guidance is because the guidance is different anywhere you look. And, um, and then when Janice got it as well, when Janice got it, we realized we don't need to test every day. We kind of stopped testing every day with the little one because he fucking hated it. But like, you're in for five days, no matter what, right? So right. like, test on the fifth, and then you aren't burning through tests as much. But, but yes, the truly most maddening rabbit hole in the world is trying to figure out anything about how long you're symptomatic, how long you're, mm. you're, you could get someone else sick. What means what? I mean, it's just bananas. Honestly. And I definitely, I have certainly, you know, I've had five shots. I would say I have a moderate case. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sick. Like I'm definitely yeah. sick. Yeah. Um, I'm sick enough that like, yeah, no getting out of bed fevers, you know, all of that. I'm not like, hospital the the truly very but like it's it's like it's like having a bad flu it's it's rough but you know also some medical advice is 10 days no matter what right and i'm like how do i get home <laughs> i mean the u.s cdc is when they modified the last time essentially they're saying assume that you have covid for 10 days but assume that five days is when you really don't want to be around anyone like that's their basic guidance now there are plenty of things that you can read that say they are off by two three days you know that really you should be away from people for six seven days um but you know but current cdc guidelines and this is anyone with a child can tell you this like nowadays your kid has to be home for five days and then they have to do five days masked back at school and that's it. You know, um, it is a, it is absolutely a broad brush that they're painting it all with, but that is the guidance is five days isolation and five days masked. 
Yeah. I mean, my medical guidance is that I'm currently too sick to travel. Yeah. I would have to be without a fever and not sick tomorrow in order to be able to leave on Saturday, which was the first hope. Right. I've been advised that, that is too soon for me. So we're going to try to get out on Monday. Yeah. And uh, I live, or sorry, I am in a place that requires two flights to get back to New York. There are no direct flights between right. San Luis Obispo and New York. So instead of taking two flights, I think what I'm going to ask for is a, a car to L.A. Yeah, it's not that far. It's about three hours ride with all, you know, with a mask on and all the windows open. Yeah. And then do one plane. Yeah, yeah. That and makes then, sense. because apparently I'm a, a very, very fancy princess, uh-huh. I said, um, I'll pay the difference, but I'm, I'm going to fly first class home. Yeah. For, for two reasons. One... sorry well good example because i'm i'm really glad i'm not sneezing this whole time but i am coughing and sneezing a lot yeah yeah so basically i want to make absolutely sure i'm not shedding virus but probably good that no one is exposed to this coughing sneezing hot mess that i am like yeah it would be hard for me i couldn't be masked right now because i would be coughing and sneezing into it so much right so just to kind of give a little bit extra room where I'm not breathing in someone's face. Yeah. And frankly, I feel like hell. <laughs> so yeah. I want to put my feet up and sleep till I get home. Totally. Because and, I think and the, if you're going to fuck people up, fuck up the rich. Exactly. John. Also, I, but I don't want to, I, I really don't want to get anybody sick. You know, I've been, I even stuff that I use in the hotel room, like a cup, like I'll spray, yeah. I'll wash it out and then I'll put it in a plastic bag when I leave it outside. Yeah. Like I'm just like, I don't want anybody to get exposed to my disgustingness. So totally. This hotel has been so nice. I mean, they, they really did hit the jackpot in terms I of did. a place to be stuck. I called the manager and I left a voicemail this morning just to tell him how nice they were. And even that you are, you know, but just by the glance out the window, like the bad storms that have been hitting yeah. the central coast this whole time have passed. So you actually have beautiful, like you are in a perfect spot. And like my advice would be if you can afford it and everything like that, stay as long as you can till you're feeling all right. Well, because I got it on tour, HarperCollins. Boom. Yeah, no, I mean, I was I was on tour, you know, so. Yeah. But um, also, I just want to say, I got a new editor. My editor retired. My new editor just took over. And <laughs> think of, yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm your hot mess. Yeah, I'm your new, I'm your new author. Hi, <laughs> it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> Perfect. I've had to have my agent. I was like, I wrote to her and I said, I swear, I, I usually just stay inside and write. Like, all my problems, Dan, have been caused by going outside. Yeah, it's true. That's it. At home, I shine. Right. I went out. I ran into a roided out neighbor. Yeah. I went out again and I got COVID. Yeah. When you stay at home with your dog, nothing happens. It's all good. Yeah, it's true. Never leave. I know there's been news. I don't care. Yeah, we're not discussing. I mean, I think news. about news later, Dan. Yeah, I'm perking. By the way, that's not a that's not a today thing. 
I, I, it's a little, I, I'm really doing a lot better this after. I'm real. Hold on. Why uh -huh. am I even saying that? Because I'm cursing myself by saying that. Look, it's the afternoons are the thing to ride through. So I'm riding it right. through with you. The other thing is, Dan, when I was packing, I, I was holding a second pair of sweatpants. And I okay. said, don't pack the second pair of sweatpants. Hmm. You only need the one. Right. So I didn't bring them. Okay. That seems fine. I just have, I have a pair of sweatpants and I have this. And I haven't changed into my, sometimes, like during the day, oh, and I have like one of my little one-piecers, uh -huh. my jumpsuits. Yeah. The fancy ones, not the uber swank ones, but the fancy ones I wear, one of those. Okay. And also, Dan, I always carry hand wash with me. Okay. Like for clothes. So I washed all my t-shirts when I do my little jobs. Wow. I keep I like to keep my room very tidy. So I do my little jobs. I hand washed my clothes and I dried them. Okay. Then I put all my medicine in a pile and all my receipts and all my, my stuff from the hospital and my medications. I put that in a pile. And then I bag up my garbage and I spray it and I put it outside. I like to keep everything nice and neat. Well, that's nice. I also did a giant Instacart order when I arrived. I bet. Like so much water and juice and ginger ale. And I another about to do another Rite Aid one today, Dan. Okay. So I'm going to get some more tests and some Vicks. Wish I could get a t-shirt because I got to put Vicks on and have that kind of Vicksness, you know, oh, situation. Yeah. I mean, you could but, get a t-shirt. But let me tell you, no, it's kind of hard to... Instacart a t-shirt. I tried. These are the little inhalers. The little Vicks inhalers. Magic. Absolutely yep. magic. And you can stick them up your nose. And if you have two of them, you can stick one in each. And it's oh, real perfect. magical. That's a nice look. Yeah. I really want to, um, um, says who? Sponsored by the Vicks family of products. Vicks. This, it's, this smells weird, but it's really good for you. I remember a friend of mine in high school her dad would always say how his mother, so her grandmother, would make him eat Vicks VapoRub when he was sick. That is not how you use it. No. And we were just like, that seems like a bad idea. He's like, I never made me feel better, but that was what oh, you wanted. I think that's really not good for you. Yeah, I would imagine. Man, I am watching just beautiful waves, seabirds. I mean, just beautiful, even waves, just the glorious sun, Dan, the sun on the horizon. And when you see the sun where the water, where you see the line where the water meets the sky, Dan, mm -hmm. you know, Dan, it makes you think and just relax into the waves. It's like life. Things come in large waves, small waves. You know what I mean, oh, Dan? No. I do. And the little birds that walk along the line of the sand. You know, Dan, you know what I mean. I do. I'm looking up a place for you to move. It's like Costa Rica all are. over again. I'm looking it up it, on Zillow. It's, Ooh, it's so expensive there. The hotel? No, I, I, I'm looking at homes for you, but this is a, this is a place that's uh, not easy to live in. A lot of money. Holy Surprising cow. number of Trump people. I believe it. It's a lot of Trump people. Oh, also, actually... Dan, I appear to be in the only town in California that has no vegetarian food. Like none. Really? Zero. 
Yeah, there's not even... <laughs> That's a, surprising. There's only one thing on the room service menu for the rest of the day, and that is this this quesadilla with chorizo in it, with soyrizo in it. Okay. So I got that the first night. And let me tell you, it was tasty, but it was heavy as fuck. Yeah. And it was like, I, if I eat this for five days, my stomach will explode. And really, all I want is soup. So I went on Seamless, and I was like, there's no vegetarian food, but there's a Panera. I'll get, they have soup and like they have one vegetarian soup and one vegetarian sandwich and I will just get it from there. This Panera doesn't have it. This Panera what? is chicken, chicken only. What? They do have a tomato soup, but the idea of just eating a lot of tomato soup, it makes me feel kind of nauseous, but they don't have the veg, they don't have the vegetable soup and they don't have the vegetable sandwich. All right. I'm looking this up right now. Look it up. You'll see. I really tried. There are seven vegan slash vegetarian friendly restaurants in Pismo Beach. Mm -hmm. Why not organic? It closes at night. Oh, okay. Phase Fusion? It closes at night. <laughs> Happy Bistro. That has never come up on Seamless. Okay. Probably Looks because like, it closes uh, at night. Probably. All these places look like they close around nine. Another place called Oasis looks like a Middle Eastern place. Thai Elephant. The Thai restaurants may be the option. Yeah. I really wanted soup. Like, I wanted soup more than sort of anything. Looks like there's a few different, like, Mediterranean Middle Eastern options if you want to. <laughs> it's a lot of falafel. There, you can get a falafel yeah. if you want it. Yeah. I was trying to find something that wasn't like a falafel or french fries. I was like, does Surfside anybody have Donuts has vegan donuts. I mean, you can get donuts for days and um, you can get smoothies. I eventually found a place called Ziggy's. It's actually in San Luis Obispo, which is not this town. Yeah. And somebody drove a single Impossible Burger to me from there. Wow. Because that was the, yeah. I mean, at least you have uh, an appetite. It gave me terrible acid reflux, but it was tasty. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And also, I will say I've been very kind of meditative and like, I just sit and eat quietly, not looking at anything or no screens. Yeah. I just kind of sit in the half dark, listening to the ocean, quietly munching an impossible burger by myself. Like, You're kind hmm. of having a perfect writer's retreat, except for the whole having COVID and can't do shit part. I could be doing so much writing and reading. Like this, this is literally the kind of place you come to to really yeah. work on something. Except I feel so shitty. Here, I want to show you something. Remember how I told you I got a five-year journal? Yeah. Because you got one, and then I've been... Did I do yesterday? I should have. I've done it every single day. Good job. Mm -hmm. Here's what I did for the 15th of January. Okay. Can you see that? It says, fuck me, I have COVID. Yeah. That sounds right. But I did write it down. <laughs> oh, Maureen I, Johnson. I got my journal with me. Maybe I will work on my planner. I mean, just chill. Like, it seems like the, the best thing that you could do is what you're doing, which is having wonderful beach air blowing in. I know, but just the planner is some, like... I need something to occupy my mind. I have right. been watching a show. Okay. I watch TV at night. 
That's when I watch TV. Okay. And on Netflix, I've been watching this show called Extraordinary Attorney Wu. Okay. It's a Korean show. Yeah. About an an autistic attorney. Okay. Who loves whales. It's very hard to explain how... This is the first K-drama or K-show that I've ever really gotten into. Yeah. So I... I know that there are certain patterns and conceits in K-dramas that I may not be aware of yet. So for me, it's hard to explain the pattern of the show, but I love it so much. And I love Woo Young Woo, who is the main character, who is the autistic lawyer. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I hope, I hope it's a good representation for autistic people. I hope autistic people like it. Um, But she's in a romance that I'm really actually quite invested in now. Okay. And um, I don't know. It's just so, she's so amazing and I love her so much. So I'm like, I love you, Wu Young Wu. Like I'm just every day, I'm like, how's Wu Young Wu doing? And how are her whales and her cases and her seaweed sushi that she eats? Well, then you're good. I like her. You have your stories. I have my stories. I may switch tonight though, because I may have had too much. Okay. Like sometimes you have to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. What are you switching up to? Um, I know there's a new series of Doc Martin, so I might watch that. There you go. Also, I have a big ass TV. They don't have Netflix, but you can stream to it. You can stream anything to the TV. Oh, nice. So you just have a little. It just puts in a little code, and then everything on your on your on your iPad streams to the TV. Yeah. So you can watch anything. So I can sit in the giant. I mean, Dan, I'm in the lap of luxury. I, I mean, you the- really, you did hit the jackpot. You really yeah. did. I sit in the bed. I stream to the giant TV, and um, and just COVID it out. <laughs> I'm looking up what the really weather a- is right now. It's 56 oh, degrees and sunny. Oh, oh no, it's it's warmer than that. It's way warmer than that. It's almost 70 for sure. I mean, not according to the actual temperature. I can tell you, Dan, it is warm. Okay. Pe- people are in the pool. I believe you. And it is bright and sunny and just, oh. Sunny all the way, sunny the, all the way through next Wednesday. Yeah. God, I would love to be somewhere sunny and warm and not have anything to do. Yeah, I mean, in all other scenarios. Right. This yeah. is great. Yeah, just the whole you weren't planning so, on it part. <laughs> that part's the, the, rough. This so this having COVID, I've had you know, and also it's a little anxiety inducing to be sure. so far from home and have COVID yeah. and not really know what COVID's going to be like. Yeah, and when definitely. you get feverish and you start thinking weird, like it's it's a great place to have it. But there have been moments where it's been like not great. But sure, that makes but sense. Mostly, I'm pretty content. Okay. You know, moving along, got my jobs and my stories, got my ginger ale. I'm doing okay. You're doing all right. And when you I are. get home, I'll take care of the other matter. Right. Oh, I also apparently, when all this is happening, Oscar called and said, we got a note under the door. I said, oh, good. What did it say? And he said, well, dude, so our neighbors moved out next door. They moved to Switzerland. Okay. They were like, we're out. So the note says, due to the construction 
that will be going on. There will be unfeasible levels of noise coming from next door. Like oh. that really terrible one. Remember before when I had to move out for two oh, weeks? Oh, yeah, like I that? remember that. They told us to take all of our pictures down from the walls. Oh. And everything off of shelves that are on that wall. Yeah. And that it will be unbearable, basically, for 10 days. All right. Maureen Johnson. I know what you're going to say. This is the fate's way of telling you mm. that it's time to go. <laughs> it's fine, Dad. It's not fine. Everything's fine. I just feel like you maybe it's New York trying to break up with you. I may take the dog and go back and go down to Philly for that period because Perfect. I don't think that I'm going to be definitely is what you need. I don't think I'm going to be able to get anything done <laughs> in my house and I'm scared of the guy downstairs. So I may have to go there. Yeah, but you could like rent a Airbnb somewhere nice and just I, I stay will, there with the dog. I will, and I will tell you, Dan, that one of the only reasons I think I got anything done on the case of me and the guy was that I actually said it online and, and reporters contacted me. Sure. And then I had to say to management and everything, by the way, since you, because nobody did anything for days, like I couldn't get anybody to even talk to me or find out if anyone had talked to the guy. And then finally yeah. I was like, okay, buddy, who do you want to talk to? Me or these reporters? Right. Because you're about to have to make a choice. And then all of a sudden, Dan, you'd be amazed. People talk to you. I'm yeah, like, it's is weird this how that this, works. This is what it takes, huh? That's great. So, you know, there's been stuff like that. But um, I'm thinking about what to do with the whole sitch. The whole sitch. But I'm doing one thing at a time, Dan. Yeah. And I've decided to spend this part of the time having COVID. I mean, yeah. That wasn't really your decision. That was. I don't, you don't know that. The virus's decision it was like, hey, finally. No, oh, no. Is the virus Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> <laughs> there was something about Rudy. There We're was something about, about Rudy, Rudy right now. Yeah. I, I avoided this for was. three years. Also, when you first get it, people, people like kind of look like they say, they like, go, oh, is this your first time? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, 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 congratulations. <laughs> Oh, you're a first timer. Well, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the club. You're in that club. It's not a very exclusive club. Oh, no. No. No, no, no. I was one of the few people in the other club. Yeah. Now, now it's, it's just, just me. <clears throat> now it's just you, Dan. It's me, our friend Let me just, Akila. XRR 1.5 is a real nasty little fucker. Yeah, you got that one. It's not a good one. It's a sneaky. It's a sneaky. It's a sneaky. It's gotten other friends of mine too in the last oh, yeah. week or so. So it's I know like, a bunch of people. Yeah, it's I. You know, I basically walked into a. Tra I was. It was a trap in a trap. You know, I just walked in and was like, "Gomp, got me." I mean, it's also just one of those things at this point where if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like I don't yeah. want to sound so fatalistic, but that's really the reality to me. Like my thoughts on it shifted pretty dramatically when Janice got it and we still don't know how she got it. Like there's no logical explanation for her exposure vector. So at that point it's like, what, it, like, what is a person supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, 
Uh, I haven't toured since, you know, I, I did my last events in February, no, early March 2020. And then we went into lockdown. And then I stepped back out in 2023. Yeah. And, and then basically boom. get it right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Like pretty much day one. Your first, first event. So day two, the first unmasked event. Yeah, that's when I got yeah. it. So, yeah. you know. Oh, I forgot to tell you that showers on my schedule of stuff. Okay. Well, that nice. happens after the afternoon. That's the evening, Dan. That's an evening thing. Okay. It's the shower, then the tidy, because that's usually when I'm most awake. That's right. when I shower and tidy and put away my garbage. Well, that's, and collect up all, all the recycling. Out. I like to have little jobs to do that. That's good. I remember I was hospitalized once when I first got sick, and I started tidying up my hospital room. Mm -hmm. Like I was dragging my <laughs> IV pole around, and I was oh, like, let me just tidy that's up. That's good. I like to have little jobs. Why not? I like a little job, Dan. That's a good. I mean, it's it's because you are in this weird limbo state, and you are in a weird kind of like brain state like having a little bit of routine having a little bit of job you know is i think that's good for you so yeah good job. i definitely have made a little routine of it so that i know yeah. that at certain times of the day i'm like this is probably when you sleep then you're gonna wake up then you'll shower then you'll try to get some food from somewhere then you'll do like sometimes their day is like ordering stuff from rite aid yeah you know like it's just a little tiny schedule and then you know it's it helps give like make sense of it a little bit more. So, right. Totally. And also by having a level of repetition and, and to your day, you also can kind of measure your self from day to day. Like, right. You, where you were at this time yesterday versus where you're at this time today. This time yesterday I was out. Yeah. I was so shaking here you are. in the, I was shivering in the bed. I was shaking and I was asleep for the whole rest of the day. So, so that's a market improvement. And who knows? Like I could be going back to sleep at some point, but, or I could sit here on the sofa. It's a nice sofa. I'm talking to you. This is nice. This is very nice. We're just nice. doing our thing. This is what we do. So says who we know this has been a, you're not even going to edit this, right? You're just going to like loop. I mean, there's always a little bit of edit, but there won't be a lot of edit. Bloop. It'll mostly be a bloop. It's probably time for me to go, Dan. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go be a little woozy now. That sounds like a good plan. You go be woozy, Maureen Johnson. We are all pulling for you. And uh, you are in a beautiful little corner of the world to be very sick in. So feel better. Enjoy that view. Thumbs up. Everything, everything's great, guys. Don't worry Everything about it. Everything is great. It's all good. Bye-bye. <laughs>well, there it is. That was this episode of Says Who, and it was made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Uh, that is our Patreon, where pretty much every Sunday, though, spoiler alert, not this Sunday, for obvious reasons, uh, you get a whole other bonus episode if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level. That $10 a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. 
Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter or at Says Who at omfg.town on Mastodon or email at hey, <coughs> excuse me, hey at hey at Says Who Podcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. There's also the fan run discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who discord. You can spread the word, subscribe, please leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday. Probably. Sure. Let's say that that is what is going to happen. Why not? We'll say that January 25th for our very next episode. From my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. And from her hotel in Pismo Beach, that was Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who.